And we're back with another episode of the Big Mike and Jive podcast. Uh, today it'll just be Big Mike due to unforeseen circumstances. Chife will not be joining us today, but I'm going to do my best and let's get right into it. Uh, pretty exciting week of Sunday night, Sunday football, and Thursday and Monday too. Some thrilling games. Let's start off Thursday. Uh, the Eagles topped the Giants 22 to 21. Uh, capped off with Daniel Jones falling on his face. Uh, without being touched, um, the turf monster got him, and he went down, and so did the Giants. Packers faced off against Texans this week, took the W 35-20. to uh, Aaron Rodgers reinserting himself into the MVP conversation and showing that last week his two interceptions, including his only his third pick six in his entire career, were just a fluke. Devonta Adams showed out with 13 receptions, 196 yards, two TDs, no Aaron Jones due to injury. Uh, they're just being cautious, as Matt LaFleur um, said that he really needs Aaron Jones down the later stretch. Jamal Williams racked up 77 yards from scrimmage, got the job done. Lions beat the Falcons 23-22. Todd Gurley, at the end of the game, scored on a play where he should have only gotten the first down, giving Matt Stafford the ball back, who took his team all the way up the field to throw a touchdown pass to TJ Hawkinson on the last play of the game to win it. Browns capped off 37 against the Bengals, 34. Otto Beckham Jr. out with an ACL tear for the season. Joe Burrow a failed Hail Mary temp at the end. And Baker Mayfield shuts up doubters from last week with five TDs and only one interception. Washington football team trounces the Cowboys 25-3. Dalton, the backup quarterback, out with a concussion. So the Cowboys will be moving on to their third string next week. And... The Cowboys, in my opinion, are the worst team in the worst division. Saints versus the Panthers. Pan- Saints got right over the Panthers 27-24 this week, but Teddy Bridgewater played well for the Panthers. Completed 23 of 28 passes, 254 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. The Bills barely beat the Jets 18-10 this week. Tyler Bass, the Bills kicker, 6 for 18 field goals accounted for all the Bills points. First cover of the spread for the Jets this season. Steelers, Titans, the most anticipated game of the week. Steelers topped the Titans 27-4. The Titans are not pretenders, but the Steelers are just the best team in the world right now. Buccaneers, 45 against the Raiders, 20. Uh, Brings up the question, are the Raiders pretenders? Uh, Seems like they've had a few big wins this season, but also a pretty bad loss to the Buccaneers this week. Tom Brady with four touchdown passes and one rushing touchdown to give him five total touchdowns, and he inserts himself in the MVP conversation for maybe the first time this season. 49ers capped the Patriots six points this week. Cam Newton, uh, pretty terrible 15 attempts with three interceptions. Uh, I'm not too good at math, but I think that's 20% of his attempts thrown for interceptions. Not great. Chargers versus Jaguars. Chargers take the win 39-29. Justin Herbert, rookie quarterback, thrown for 347 yards, 3 TDs, and no interceptions this week. Big week for him. Sunday Night Football. Crazy game here. Aaron, Arizona 37, Seahawks 34, and a wild OT victory. Russell Wilson with 3 bad picks, but he still has 22 total touchdowns on the season, tied with the NFL record in which would through seven weeks which would be Peyton Manning who set the NFL record during the season he did it uh 
this bears the question, is he still the MVP after his three-pick game? Hard to say. Monday night football, we see the Rams beat the Bears pretty handedly, 24-10. The Bears show off their pretty great defense, but terrible offense. The Rams put themselves in the conversation as contenders, and the Bears are the pretenders. And that will wrap up the recap for last week's NFL games. Uh, We'll go into this week's picks now, my picks. Um, And like I said earlier, unfortunately, Chai will not be joining us. Hopefully, he'll be back next week, but I'll be just by myself today. So, Thursday night game, Atlanta at Carolina. Um, I've got Carolina in this one just because Teddy Bridgewater played great. I do think the Saints are good, but uh, the Falcons blew another lead last week um, against the Lions. Uh, The talent is there, so I'm not really sure how they keep doing this, but uh, possibly it's bad coaching. I know they already fired Dan Quinn, but I do have Carolina in this one. All right, Minnesota at Green Bay. Like I said before, I will never take the team playing Green Bay, so I've got Packers in this one. They lit up the Vikings secondary in week one. Um, Aaron Jones hopefully will be back for him. So Green Bay, hoping for a big victory this week. Jets at the Kansas City Chiefs. Pretty no-brainer here. They scored in every way possible you could last week. The Chiefs did. A rushing touchdown, a passing touchdown, defensive touchdown, and even a special teams touchdown. Uh, They might be the most complete NFL team in my entire life. Good to see there. All right. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. In my opinion, Pittsburgh has proved themselves to be the best team in the league this year after beating the Titans last week. Um, Their defense is just outright violent in the best way possible. Baltimore has some a mediocre running back committee uh, that will just get eaten up by the Steelers defense. Jackson and the mediocre pass game that they have will also get eaten up, and I think Big Ben will be too much for that tough Ravens defense. Next game, New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. All right, it's too bad Christian isn't here to to hear me say this, but I'm ready to admit that Josh Allen is not a complete product yet. Um, He's obviously not the MVP this year. Uh, Didn't throw any touchdowns against the Jets like I said he would. Um, But I do think we could still see glimmers of the Josh Allen that we saw at the beginning of the season, later in the season with those four to five touchdown games. Um, that's still there for him, and I think definitely in the seasons to come, he'll be a star. Um, and also, along with this, the Patriots have been playing very poorly lately. Um, I think we're really seeing uh, the impact that Tom Brady had for them. Uh, some people are saying that Bill Belichick might be a little bit overrated and given a little bit too much credit for those six rings that uh, Tom Brady really carried him to. Um, who's to say? But they don't look great this year. And I could see them possibly tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Um, So I have the Bills beating the Patriots. All right, Titans at Cincinnati. I do think Derrick Henry will bounce back from playing a tough Pittsburgh defense last week. Um, We saw A.J. Brown of the Titans with 150 yards and 153 yards and touchdown. Um, He's been playing great. I think he has a touchdown in every single one of the games he started in this season. Um, and the Titans made a run against the best team in the league at the end of the game that I don't think any other team would be able to do. So I've gotten the Titans beating Cincinnati this week. All right, 
Las Vegas Raiders at the Cleveland Browns. This one I went back and forth on. Um, I think the there's a potential for the Raiders to be one of the better teams in the league this year. Um, they do have some big wins, but like I said earlier, I think they might be pretenders. Um, but so I am gonna take advantage of the Browns being five and two. Not gonna see that very much in my lifetime. So I'm taking the Browns in this one. I think Baker Mayfield got everything. Um, set last week and a lot of people are saying that he plays better without Odo Beckham Jr. completes 80% of his passes when they're not when he's not throwing to Odo Beckham and has significantly less interceptions. Colts at Lions. Another one. Too bad Christian couldn't be here to hear me say this, but I honestly can't call this one. These teams look pretty identical. Um two rookie running backs, two veteran QBs. Um, I'm calling a tie in this one. I know he loves it when I do that. So tie for Colts at Lions. All right, Rams at Dolphins. This will be the last noon slot game. Um, The Rams are one of those teams where I think we're going to get deeper in the playoffs and be like, oh, shoot, the Rams are still there. Um, At least for me, at least, I've been kind of overlooking them this season. I forget about their games. But um, I'm also excited to see Tua start for the Dolphins, but I do think the Rams will get the win in this one. All right. Moving into the Sunday afternoon games, uh, the 3 o'clock slot, uh, Chargers at Broncos. I think the Rookie of the Year race is getting interesting with Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow both playing well. Um, Herbert could go off on Denver's, on Denver, so I'd like to see that. And a big week from Justin Herbert, and I've got the Chargers beating the Broncos. Alrighty, 49ers at Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks showed their first signs of mortality last week. Um, I've heard people say Metcalf is the best receiver in the league. I even think there could be an argument to say that Tyler Lockett is the be- best receiver in the league. Um, so overall, I just think Russell Wilson is a good quarterback despite his three interceptions. Um, I think he will have a big, big game against the 49ers, but I do have the 49ers in this one. All right, Saints at Bears. I don't think the Bears are good. I think they're lucky, but Drew Brees is playing outside. You know how that goes. I think this will be a low-scoring game due to the good Chicago defense and the bad Chicago offense. 16-10, Bears. Cowboys at Eagles. The Cowboys are downright terrible. They've got Joe Schmo playing at QB this week. Um, The Eagles are showing a little bit of signs of life. Almost said something nice about Carson Wentz there, but I'll just wait a little bit and we'll see how he does. And that will wrap it up for picks. Just kidding. Monday night, Tampa Bay and New York Giants. I have no notes for this game, but the Buccaneers will take the win. Now, going into the MLB, the Dodgers won the World Series. After game six this week, um, everyone is surely should be happy for Clayton Kershaw winning his first ring. He's got an MVP, a Cy Young. Um, he's made it deep into the playoffs many times, but it's a good feeling to see him win his third ring, first ring, especially since he uh, has been criticized on his postseason play in the past. Really happy to see that as, as he's winding down his career. Um, it is obvious to see that the Mookie Betts trade worked out well for Los Angeles. He helped them win the World Series. But Corey Seager was named MVP with a 400 average, two homers, and five RBI throughout the series. 
Um, a lot of people are asking, why isn't Mookie MVP? The answer to that question is he went 0 for 3 in game 2 and was batting less than a 300 for the series. Uh, this isn't to say he didn't play great and contribute to the team's success um, very much, but uh, Corey Seager just played better overall and hit better. Another question that people are asking is why Blake Snell was pulled after 5 and a third after giving up just his second hit. Um, but the truth is he would have been pulled even if he struck the guy out. It's almost impossible to face a hitter like Seager, Betts, Turner three times in a game and not give them a hit. Um, the, it's hard to, it's easy to get a, a hit off a pitcher that you've seen a few times in a game already. Um, and that's kind of how the Rays have been doing it all season. Snell or any of the uh, Rays pitchers haven't really thrown more than six innings all year. That's how they've gotten to the World Series with that tactic. Um, it wasn't necessarily the right decision, um, but Kevin Cash, the Rays manager, shouldn't be bashed for doing it like he is. Uh, and I don't believe that the Dodgers should get an asterisk for this World Series victory because they were pretty obviously the best team in the league. So the MVP. Um, personally, I would have said Seager should win it as well, um, but there is an argument to be made for Clayton Kershaw who had two of the four Dodgers wins in the series accredited to him. Um, also, uh, I know before game six, there should be an argument for Justin Turner. I know a lot of people are saying that. Um, people are asking about Mookie, and like I said earlier, he did contribute, contribute to the series very much. Um, but the fact that the Dodgers had so many people who could have won MVP just shows how good they are, how um, deep their team is. So, because... Uh, the Dodgers really had a lot of people who it could have been, but if the Rays won it, it would have just been Randy Rosarena. I think no one would really um, argue with that. Alright, during the game, Justin Turner test positive. He was informed in the middle of the game and pulled from the lineup. Um, he did celebrate with the team after the game uh, and has received some flack for that um, in the coming days here. Um, he exposed all the Dodgers team and possibly some Rays players. Three Rays, they were three raised runs away from a really sticky situation. What if the Rays had won that game? Pushing in Game 7, uh, I'm sure we'll see a lot of Dodgers positives, so how would they have played a Game 7? Um, also, they're in a bubble. Uh, I'm not sure how we caught it in the bubble. That's something to think about. Um, it's amazing they made it through the whole season, considering... Um, all the teams, uh, them not being in bubble, makes you wonder whether the college football season is in danger or even the NFL. Which will bring us on to Badger football. Uh, if you didn't, the Big Ten started playing this week. Graham Mertz filled in for Jack Cohn, uh, played a remarkable game, uh, tied two program records for Wisconsin, uh, including 17 consecutive completions and five touchdowns. During the game when Wisconsin was beating Illinois, Patrick Mahomes tweeted about him, and it, and it turns out they have been throwing together. So Graham Hurts has been practicing with Patrick Mahomes. Um, he uh, pretty objectively became the Messiah of Wisconsin, and was deemed Graham Mertziah just after his first game. Uh, he the Badgers defeated Illinois handedly, but during the weekend, Mertz tested positive for COVID, and. Soon after, Chase Wolf, his backup, tested positive, and then a few days after that, Nebraska, the Nebraska-Wisconsin game set for this Saturday was canceled. The 12 positives in the program, including 
Paul Christ. Um, this is a big blow to Wisconsin football after just seeing um, the best quarterback who has maybe ever put on a red jersey. That will wrap it up today. I know it's a shorter episode. Um, hopefully we'll have Christian back next week. And we'll be hoping to get some more content to you um, throughout the coming weeks. I uh, hope you enjoyed and thank you very much if you made it this far. I know this wasn't the best episode without the dialogue between the two of us. But Big Mike and Chef will be next, not, be, back next week and we hope you tune in. See you.